the following episode, mini episode of True Stories Based on Fiction will contain spoilers. Like us on Twitter at TSBOF Podcast. Like us on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash TSBOF Podcast. Subscribe to us and leave a comment on what you would like to hear us talk about at iTunes. Enjoy the following episode, you fucks. <laughs> Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. You've got exactly ten minutes to decide if you really want to know. You have failed this city. Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've got to True stories based on fiction. gentlemen welcome once again to true stories based on fiction i'm one of your hosts randy also brian is with us and we also have our third co-host evan the third co-host i like how you you introduce you introduce yourself <laughs> also now with more brian 88.75 percent more brian <laughs> judging from what the remarks have been saying that's what the people want <laughs> when you're right you're right <laughs> you're writing your own reviews again <laughs> The podcast is great But you know what it could use A little more Brian Just like Cowbell <laughs> I gotta have that Brian We need more Brian <laughs> <Da-na>. <laughs> Guys what do we got going on today This is actually going to be our Second, second mini episode. Second hopefully, song. we can actually keep this to be our first time wise mini yeah. episode. Hopefully, it isn't a ironically, ironically, yes, this is going to be our second mini episode. Um, in the form of the DCU animated universe movies, Boom. or I think what we we're going to do them is eventually like the cartoon, any of the cartoon movies, right. and right, uh, right. maybe when we talk about some of the cartoon TV shows, they just both happen to be DC, right? The, the ones we've done so far. Well, Marvel don't put them out anymore. We could do uh, the old Doctor Strange when a new Doctor Strange movie come out, which is fucking dreadful. You never watched Planet it. Hulk. I own it. You own it. Planet Hulk wasn't bad. No, Planet Hulk was actually really good. Planet Hulk and, and Wolverine versus. Yep, that was really good. 
And the, the first, first Iron Man ones. The first they? Ultimates wasn't bad, wasn't the, it? The first Iron Ultimate Man wasn't good. good. No, no Iron I, Man wasn't I good. I think I got it free when I purchased my copy of Iron Man 1 <laughs> on DVD. It came with the Iron Man yeah. cartoon movie. Mm-hmm. The one that surprised me was I turned it out once. It was. I turned it right off. Um, young event. It wasn't Young Avengers. I forget what it was called. Next Avengers. Next Avengers. That one actually wasn't bad. A little more kiddish, but yeah, that's why I didn't like it. Um, the anime style ones are decent. Like there's a Punisher, a Punisher, and Black Widow. Never seen Avengers, any of them. Avengers Confidential, some shit. It was Wolverine, decent. someone. And then they do like the motion comics. Mm-hmm. Yep, 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 yep. Those yep. aren't that good. Eh, yeah, they're. Ex- I mean, I don't mind some of them. Like the Astonishing X Men ones are decent. I read them. The yeah. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's a step between full-blown animation and the comic book. So if you're too lazy to read, get the motion comics. <laughs> like I, I want, want it read to me. <laughs> like story time, days of yore. Um, the, when you hear the ding, <laughs> right. flip the page. Audiobook. Right. That's what you put the record on, wasn't it? Like the, yeah. the record. You yeah. hear the ding, flip the page. Um, the Inhumans one was actually pretty decent because I I couldn't find the Inhumans book by Jay Lee. Well, Paul by, Jenkins. Yep, I couldn't find it anywhere for for a price I was willing to pay. And I saw like the DVD of the Motion Comics for like five bucks. I picked that up, and it was it was a good way to tell that story. It had layers. Hmm. Yeah, so many not, different layers. I don't know much like about the Inhumans, and they're pretty prevalent in the Marvel universe now. Yeah, um, I don't like how they're being portrayed currently. Well, I, I'm being in the uh, comics or the cinematic. In the comics, I haven't seen anything about them in the cinematic. Mutant murderers is what they are now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But back around Civil War, um, they actually were pretty prominent, and they would have a mini series for, for every big storyline that Marvel mm-hmm. had, and it was actually really good. It was like ongoing story told in mini series. Yeah. It was. It was actually. When did the humans become relevant again? When they could. Was humans. it Civil War? Yeah, no, Civil it was War. Uh, right after House of M. Remember, because the Terrigen Mist was... Yes, 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 yes. Because it had Son of M. Yep. With uh, Pietro. Yep. And then also... R.I.P. <laughs> Is he dead again? Oh, no, he, he was he's in dead the movies. movies. Right, right, right. He's dead in one half of the movies. Um, But they also were pretty relevant during uh, A Marvel Knights. It didn't sell as well as, say, like, the Daredevil did. Punisher. And Black and Black. Oh, it's so better than Punisher. Punisher. It's, so better, it's so better than Punisher. Punisher, that's when, like, he was, like, a demon or an he angel was from... An, yeah. Yeah, oh, really uh, but uh, I would say it, it didn't sell as well as Daredevil and Black Panther when it first came out, but it was it, it was critically acclaimed. So and that was like twelve those twelve issue miniseries, yep, <laughs> or maxi series as some companies call it, depending on who we're talking. The maxi series. <laughs> the mini is not that mini. It's, it's what's the mini? Four or five? Three yeah. to five? Mm-hmm. It, it's seven, Six. so we'll call it Maxi. <laughs> Maxi's it's like the pants. <laughs> well, anyways, this episode is going to be about the newest addition to the DC animated universe of movies, Batman Bad Blood. That's my Kendrick Lamar impression. <laughs> I think Taylor Swift <laughs> might sue you. <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> Taylor Swift, I'll do like Kanye. <laughs> come at me, bro. All right, girl. What, I guess this. Well, is this podcast not going to come out then? <laughs> oh, we'll release man. it after we uh, reformat it just a little bit. <laughs> Did that uh, come out yet? He said one week, and I think that's tomorrow. So 
I stopped paying attention. To Didn't we talk about it on the last podcast? I think well, we no, did. it came out last Friday. Some shit. Yeah. I think. Uh-huh. And he said it was going to be available only on title for one week, but now he's supposedly redoing it again. And he didn't like it. Was, he's changed his mind. I heard it's supposed to be a good album. <laughs> I've been a diehard Kanye fan since 12th grade, since 2003, 2004, when he first came out. I'm finally getting to the point where I might be done with it because he's going to fuck with my fucking nerds. Did you hear his uh, SNL rant? I heard about it, but I haven't read any of the news of him because I'm, I'm a little tired of him now. Or Monday. Say, last Monday is when it came out. It came out last Monday? Yeah, because it was, announced it was, it was supposed day. to come yeah, out Saturday after his uh-huh. SNL appearance. Yeah. And then it got delayed or something like that, and then Monday. Yeah, was it your Sunday or Monday? I'll take a quick look at my Google Play, and then we'll get into the uh, the actual topic of the show so we don't have a, <laughs> another fucking 18-hour-long uh, mini-episode. Life of Pablo. It popped up. I mean, the name popped up automatically, and no. But there's a, a bootleg called The Life of Pablo by MC Bangle. <laughs> it's a bootleg? And it has a similar cover, too. It's only one song, 39 seconds. Someone's trying to get some streams from idiots. <laughs> yeah, so. It'll probably work. Yeah, I guarantee it's a genius. I almost I know it. the new name of our you podcast. Yeah. <laughs> this episode is called The Life of Pablo. <laughs> I like that. You should definitely do it. <laughs> All right, so Batman. Now we got bad blood. Um Hey. <laughs> I so I guess what did you guys think of it? Out of the uh because this is the continuing of since uh, mm-hmm. well actually the Justice League ones and right. the yeah. Batman series are all Call kind of intertwined. The, the, the DC animated universe phase three. The phase one was an mm-hmm. old movie like Batman Phantasm. Phase two started with Bat- Doomsday. Superman Re- Doomsday. Then phase three, in my opinion, well, I, it, it's pretty evident. It mm-hmm. started with uh, Justice League War and Batman. Well, and Justice Son. League War was the first one, then right. Son of Batman. Then so, yeah, I'm Throne saying. Of so, Atlas. Yep. So some phase three started Batman with versus Batman Robin. versus Robin, and now, now this one. And then they kind of sprinkle in some other ones. They had Gods and Monsters. Yep. Say, yeah, Gods uh, and they're Monsters. They're doing Killing Joke is yep. not next, but uh, it's coming Titan up this versus year. Ti- Justice League's versus Titans is the because next one. how uh, James Tucker said that it, it is structured now. They have two in continuity and one out of continuity per year. And Killing Joke is not in continuity. Right, they're right, bringing right. back no. Ka- Kevin Conroy mm-hmm. and Mark Hamill. Okay. That's her one out of continuity um, installment for the year. But I guess uh, going back to you, you said, uh, what do I think about it? Um, I enjoyed it quite a bit, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought out of the three Batman ones they've done in the series, this is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the exception of the third act. Really? I enjoyed everything up to when they found Bruce Wayne. Really? And then it kind of just dragged on. It seemed like it should have been over. That's what the story should have been. I kind of had a reverse. Really? Yeah, I, I, I like sitting through the first thirty minutes. I'm like, oh, this thank God, it's gotta be almost over, right? <laughs> <laughs> then, then we finally got to the third act. Wow, huh? And I don't. I'm I like, didn't I'm think like, you need the, to... yeah, like, who the hell is this guy? This this other villain, the heretic, whatever. Okay, heretic. the heretic is a villain that was created. So, pretty much all the these Batman solo Batman movies have mm-hmm. been based on uh, works of Grant Morrison mm-hmm. when he took over in his seven year stint with uh, DC. Uh, he was actually brought in Damian Wayne as Robin. In his very first issue. Yeah. Um, as the son of Bruce Wayne and Talia El Ghul. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can find out is Damian is actually the biological son, but Ra's Al Ghul, Ra's Al Ghul, however you want to say it, yeah. Evan, you prefer. 
Race. Race. I'm a race guy all day. Um, they Team decided they wanted this was like the perfect specimen because it was from uh, Batman, Bruce Wayne, and Talia, mm-hmm. the Al Ghouls, and they decided to start cloning him to make was it the perfect soldier or the perfect army? I think the well. I'm not entirely. You're talking about in canon of the books or in the books. I'm not sure because I was going to ask you. I thought that they said that Damien was a clone, and like they never actually fucked. No, they did in uh, Birth of the Demon. Oh, well, I mean, sorry. I mean, they did. No, no, no. Because I, I know I read something to where she drugged him, and then she took some of his hair, or some shit. Well, I never hair. read the yeah. actual storylines before that, which was because it was. Kind of a quasi sequel of Birth of the Demon or yeah. Son of the Demon, right? No, I mean, but it was a retcon in, in, in that actual book. They did fuck, but then in the retcon I read recently, I I know for a fact I read this. She took a sample of his DNA, oh. she drugged him, and never fucked at least that time. I know they changed some stuff for the new Fifty Two. Gotcha, gotcha. Because I'm but, not sure entirely. Anyways, the heretic is one of the failed clones of Damian Wayne. But in the books, it was it was crazy, Randy, because he he had a, a, an adult's body, but a child's head, really, and a child's voice. I believe they kind of hinted at. All right, but I like the take of the movie. <laughs> I mean, in the books, creepy. he didn't actually kill ba- the heretic. Didn't kill Batman. Mm-hmm. He killed Damien. Yep. yep. Oh, really? Yep. yep. Just because he wanted. Right. Which led to an actual really good storyline where a Batman went to the ends of the uni- universes to find his son and do whatever it took to the actually hunt. get his son back. The yeah. hunt for Robin. Yeah, yeah it they actually did. Uh, Pete Tomasi actually did quite a bit of better storytelling. Absolutely. With the events of the death of Robin, than Grant Morrison did, and that was Absolutely. his storyline. They had a all silent uh, requiem yeah, that, and yes. memorial uh, issue of his Batman and Robin, which was. Just a beautiful comic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, the artwork was amazing. Patrick Gleason. Didn't even need captions or words mm-hmm. in it, um, but it told just an amazing storyline. And then they did a five or six issue. They did It was six, I believe. Five issue storyline was Batman and, and they introduced, or they had him team yep. up with another one of his uh, the Bat family, mm-hmm. which this movie kind of leads into. Was and it then, the Bat Family or like the Bat yeah, Family was, and, and the Justice League? It was Batman League. and Red Robin, Batman and Nightwing, Batman and Batgirl. Didn't Batman it have like Batman and like Cyborg, Batman and uh, Superman? That was in The Hunt for Robin. Oh, okay. This was right, right afterwards right. they did Batman. Yes, and, you're right. Then they did um, like a six-part Batman and Two-Face. Which um, is also really good. That too. was really good too. And then they brought back The Hunt for Robin. Yeah, Randy, um... I know you don't really read the books that much, but mm-hmm. I think if you read the new 52 Batman and Robin series, mm-hmm. for the the entire series, I, honestly, there was no misses. Yeah. Thing, it was probably some yeah. best Batman Peter Tomasi, in my years. opinion, hit his stride on Batman and Robin. Yep. Any of his other Batman work? Sucks. Yeah. Anything detective, he's ever written. Detective, uh, I liked his Green Lantern Corps. I didn't like it. it, was, it and not all of it, but when it was part of the Sinestro Corps War, mm-hmm. The Blackest Night, it was... Firing really well. His his plotting was good then, but his dialogue was really lacking. I, I couldn't read the actual dialogue. He's good when he's got a large overarching story. All of Batman yep. and Robin, there was like mm-hmm. thirty five issues, thirty six issues, and a couple is all one is all one giant storyline. Mm-hmm. But when he's doing these three or four issue stories, mm-hmm. they're not all that great. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so we were talking about the Batman family. This is what this uh, Batman Bad Blood kind of introduced right. into it. You got Batwoman for the first time, mm-hmm. Kathy Kane, uh, Batwing, Lucius Fox, mm-hmm. not Lucius, yeah. uh, Luke Fox. Yeah. Um, you had Nightwing, you had Damian Wayne Robin. And unfortunately, un- the 
Um, not unfortunate. I was going to say something else, but the addition at the very tail end of Barbara Gordon, Batgirl, mm-hmm. copying off the uh, Marvel movies, having a post credit scene. <laughs> They've been doing those <laughs> for a while. Close, yeah. I think ever since War. Well, yeah, you're right. No, I take that back. Yeah, because in War they had like the Prelude or like the uh, again the that Prelude was towards to Throne of Atlantis. Yep. Throne of Atlantis. But the Batman ones haven't been having them happen. I want to say the last one did. And what was that? I don't remember, but I want to say that. Okay. <laughs> or maybe the Batman was had, but Throne of Atlantis. If anybody knows what it was, hit us up on Twitter. <laughs> Throne of Atlantis had one leading into Batman versus Robin, I think. Yeah, because I think. I'm not sure, but yeah, but. Because but, you've had two of them since Throne of Atlantis. You've had uh, the last one was Gods and Monsters, one before that was Gods and Batman versus Robin. Was there anything in Which the you can hear our review on. Monsters? No, because no, that's the that's one that isn't tied to the Captain Right, because it's completely. Mm-hmm. They might have did also one, but I don't know. Right. Um, but I enjoyed it. Uh, I realize you have to have kind of a bookend with Bruce Wayne. I think mm-hmm. they have the last whole half hour because it's supposed to be. It was loosely, very loosely based, and I don't even. I will just say the idea of this was basically based on um, Batman Battle for the Cowl. Well, yeah, I, I, I agree, but I would say that uh, this is more like the live action. Uh, comic book movie it, it took elements of different storylines and made it into one similar to probably what Civil War is going to be mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah I liked it I enjoyed it I thought it was very entertaining um, I wish and this is my thing I've been going for a long time now is I wish they'd incorporate Tim Drake into it yeah well, what's the best yeah. Robin in my opinion who is the most short ended Robin out of them all I think Jason Todd gets more credit Nowadays, that yeah, I, Tim Drake does, which is crazy because um, when we were coming up in the comic book reading game, it was all about Tim Drake, and mm-hmm. and the the consensus was Tim Drake was Tim Drake was the the, the best Robin. Yeah, mm-hmm. Jason Todd was the outcast, but mm-hmm. now you brought him back, and Jason Todd has actually kind of got his own persona as Red yep. Hood now. Yep, and actually he's not a bad character. Now they've had him become like the antihero. Mm-hmm. Um, that and they've introduced him not as a villain, but into the Bat family in the comics. He's actually more enjoyable, but he's prevalent even in the movies. Um, well, not like, in these yet, though. I was going to say. Not yeah. in phase not, three. Well, not in these, but they did the Under the Hood yep. um, it was actually at that point the best Batman. I mean, the best yeah. animated DC movie um, up until that point. But they've just done a lot in all forms of medium. Is that um, the same continuity as these are? Or no? no. No. No, it's different no. altogether. But no. I think Jace, no, Jace Nomero was not the Batman in that one, was he? I, no, I think that's his first time as Batman. As but it's, Batman. It's not the bat, same Batman that right. you're watching these. Yeah, because... He had voiced Batman prior to like the, as we're calling it, Phase Three of those movies. Mm-hmm. So, and I think it, I think it might have been that one because that might have been the first one that didn't have a Kevin Conroy that mm-hmm. I can recall. Yeah, but what I was talking about as far as the Tim Drake is, he gets shortchanged in all mediums yep. now. Comics, he doesn't mm-hmm. get. Um, he sucks now. He gets really? Batman he Beyond is the only comic he's in Teen Titans. He doesn't get his own solo Robin. I say, he's, he's the old man in Batman Beyond, isn't he? It's not the old man. He's actual uh, Batman now. In, in the Batman Beyond cartoon. I was just saying, the yes, cartoon. Yes. Yeah. But the Batman Beyond in the comic books was based on the Batman Beyond. Well, which was the Batman Beyond character originated from the cartoon universe. Okay. They took him like like Harley Quinn in Lockup, I believe. They took him from the cartoon Mercy. and moved him in Mercy and moved him into the comic continuity, but slightly different. Okay. Which, um, as a matter of fact, but Brent, then recently, in the last year, Terry McGinnis traveled to the present no but the present well, was five years yeah. in our future it, it's, it's kind of <laughs> traveled from the dc universe future 
to the present, but it was knocked five years in the future <laughs> of the present <laughs> to try to stop this evil satellite from yeah. taking over. End up getting murdered. Tim Drake went back to the the future back and became to the future. Batman Beyond. And, and and that's just as convoluted as Brian's statement. <laughs> but what I, in the movies, he's getting shortchanged. You're never going to see a Tim Drake in the movies. But you got oh. Jason Todd, who they kind of showed his murder. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think in, like, Suicide Squad, which Robin Luther are talking about? Are you talking about the target? I think they're talking about because I think there's t- supposed to be talk of Dick Grayson as Nightwing. Okay. Whether he's actually in it or not, I don't know yet. Right. But they've obviously showed that there's a murdered uh, Robin. Yep. I don't know. I doubt they're bringing Damian Wayne into it. I don't think he had. I think if they do anything, no. they're going to bring the Carrie Kelly think so. Robin in. I think so. Well, but what's your guys' opinions on Bad Blood? I actually liked it. Liked it a lot. And I'm not. I normally don't like that animation style either. Yeah, know, I agree. Anime, with that. Anime, it's, it's I've grown tired. I've grown tired of the animation that yeah. they're using. It's too anime esque. Yeah, that's what I'm I was an thinking. anime fan. Yeah, but it, it's too it's too. It's animated. like Gods and Monsters was like the old uh, Batman animated mm-hmm. series. Yeah, because uh, that style is Bruce Timm style, yeah. and Bruce Timm who 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 left the DC animated to do whatever the fuck he's doing. He came back for that movie, so he mm-hmm. he, he put a style in it. But I prefer when for a while when Bruce Timm was uh, when he was at the helm, he wanted to get a different art style for every movie that. Complimented the actual storylines, but I think that uh, fucking Warner Brothers said it's too expensive to change our style every time. Yeah, so yeah. like having a house style. Well, it wasn't even just compliment to the stu- to it. It was a an honor of the artist right. actually drew right. it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I think they did a great job with New Frontier. Not one of my favorite storylines, but it followed it very well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even the Ed McGinnis ones were pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree. You ready to be your saying though? No, I liked the. I liked it. Like I like the storyline. I liked. I'd never seen Batwoman before. Yeah, you know, she's always, a lesbian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I picked up on that. Likes the ladies. She does. That, that's another thing about the animation style. Like they, they very much accentuated the boobies in this. I, I didn't even notice that. I'm not into the cartoon porn. <laughs> I like my porn live action. But she was getting on with Renee Montoya. Who's also Who's another animated uh, creation? Yes. Yep. 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 And I think Livewire too, wasn't it? She or was Livewire? The- uh, I, I'm not a big Superman guy, so I'm not sure. I want to say Livewire was a animated uh, character wait, wait. first. Was Livewire in this? No, I'm okay. just saying. Uh, we we're talking about this chick you- with like the blue costume with like the. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Yep. yep. I'm not sure. making a lot of women characters for them. Mm-hmm. Because there aren't a lot of prominent women in, in the book. So in the cartoon, I mm-hmm. think that they probably have more, more edits, especially for kids' cartoons, to have it so, so everyone feels included. So they the, put like more women in. And they're pretty successful. End up being mm-hmm. pretty successful. Renee Montoya was a, ended up becoming a huge character in the Batman universe. Yep. Harley Quinn, obviously. Yeah. Right. Um, Having the main villain, I mean, be... Talia. Talia. Mm-hmm. Was almost from, like voiced people. by Miranda Bukharan. I liked I liked Mad Hatter in it too though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Abraham that. Lincoln had it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Abraham Hatter. Lincoln Hatter. He Hatter. was tall. He had a lengthy. He had those yeah. chops and beard. And <laughs> I liked that man because it, it, it was almost like they took the Riddler from like the uh, Gotham Night games and and infused that with Mad Hatter. And, and yeah. let's be honest, Mad Hatter yeah. is a poor man's Riddler. Yeah, he but is. it just did he not look like Abraham Lincoln kind of like that's he what did. the true inspiration. He did. Yeah. Absolutely. No, I liked him. 
I like how he died. Yeah, and I got his, and his head exploded. Yes. <laughs> I like that they were using those, some more B lister obscure villains. That's Firefly. What I yeah, I didn't know any did of the other villains other than Mad Hatter and Talia. Yep. Uh, they had Firefly, Firefly the Electrocutioner, which is difficult yeah. for me to say for some reason. The Electrocutioner. Yeah. Uh, Who was the one that was doing the dance at the. The dance at the end? Like he was dancing as he was fighting. I don't even remember who he's fighting. Now. I think it was Nightwing. When they go after when Batman's uh, let me oh he so they had Firefly and then like he also had like some fire powers and he was, was like Firefly and Firebug or some shit. Firebug was yeah, that's another one. Firebug is another one. Firefly and Firebug and then interesting tidbit about Firefly. He only appeared in one episode of the Batman and an animated series, and it was one that had that drew heavy heavily upon upon flashbacks. First time we also saw the Dark Knight Returns in animation. And it was because, like Johnny Storm in the old Fantastic Four series, the uh, the uh, channel felt as though having Firefly on a kids' cartoon where he burns shit up all the time wasn't the best idea. So, hell, like, probably around the same time as Beavis and Butthead. And yep, Hellhound was the one I was thinking. Hell, okay, oh yeah, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> um, I like Black Mask for the brief appearance. I'm yes. liking the new Black Mask. How it's uh, kind of like that dom- dominatrix the. Mm-hmm. Zip up mask mm-hmm. and shit like that. The gimp. I don't the know whether, whether, <laughs> I don't know another way to put it, but I like that because they actually incorporated that into the comics. Um, mm-hmm. He was in uh, one or two issues of the uh, Scott Snyder Greg Capullo. Is it Blockbuster has, and has Killer Mark Oh yeah, because I'm not caught up on that in at all. the super heavy arc that's going on right now. There's yeah. one or two issues in I'm, that. I'm not caught up on that at all anymore. It's too weird. I like that. It's a little more. It's almost a little more freaky than the charred yeah. mask mm-hmm. that was of the old. But Black Mask is one of my favorite B-list characters. I mean, he was on best when um, Jer- Judd Winnick wrote him. Mm-hmm. For, uh... Like his old arc that he had going on with, uh... Yeah, the, a Red Hood. Under the Hood, yeah. Yep. Black yeah. Mask was in there. Yep. And then, uh, he was uh, prominent, prominent in War Games during that point yep. time. Kill, yep. Supposedly killed spoiler. Yep, that's when Judd... I think I think Judd Winnick was the guy like, who brought him into that. And also, he was in the <laughs> Batman animated series that he was done properly, too. Was he? Yep. And he was like one episode. Was it the new adventures when they no, changed the art style? No, it was the Batman, not Batman. Oh, the Batman. Batman. Yep. Gotcha. With uh, my boy Jeff Matsuda as the uh, character designer. There's, there's also you... Onyx. Yes. Onyx. Is, wasn't she a hero in the comics? I think Onyx was. Or uh, well, kind she, of anti hero type thing? She killed Talia. <laughs> there was during Under the Hood. I'm trying to think where Onyx is from. I recognize her and I recognize the name. But I feel like um, Damien had like a, a chick that he was cool with when he was uh, with the League of of, Assassin, uh, of Assassins, mm-hmm. who, who who was like the same kind of character. I'm not entirely sure. Well, she was definitely with the League of Assassins. And then right. you also had because she was pissed about Heretic Tusk. Mm-hmm. Yep, Tusk. Now is Tusk from the books? That was the one character I couldn't remember. I uh, said Blockbuster. Blockbuster is also a, a, a really cool character. Killer, a Killer Moth. Character. Yep, Killer Moth. Moth. Yes, yes, yes. So Killer Moth or Charaxis? Remember that's what we turned into in the, the Underworld Unleashed storyline oh, back in '96. <laughs> they turned into a real moth character. Really? Yeah, I never read that. That's actually not a bad storyline. Mm-hmm. Which one was the guy with the uh, tusks? Tusk. That, that's his name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tusk, straight up. But he, he he strikes me as a Grant Morrison character, though. I can see Grant Morrison because he, he he has a a thing for weird ass characters like that. The so only one I like the character <laughs> I like that he made the villain. Um, but you never really see him except for like a side character is uh, Professor Pig. Yeah, I'd like to see like Professor Pig. It's weird. It's like this. Just it's this overweight mass murder. He has like an apron and he wears a pig mask. 
Yep. I don't know if he abducts children or something like that. I think it was. They've I never actually they had a, a full storyline with. Sounds like a movie that needs to be made. <laughs> Besides, in the Batman Strikes cartoon, I mean animated, I mean yeah. CG animated cartoon. I think he was in the Goth or the Arkham games too. Yes, he was. He's he actually was. become a very prevalent villain that's and, never had his own in story other game. media. Yeah. <laughs> Not in the book so much, but I can, other I can media. See, I can see him being used in the video games, no yeah. problem. <laughs> see, but I would be interested in seeing a Batman movie live action where he isn't fighting a big villain like he's just fighting like a serial killer. I like, like to see Batman. Black Mask. Well, Zaz would be a good one. Exactly. Which they technically, I guess they use Zaz, but he never fought him in the yeah. Dark it, Chris Nolan's Dark Knight. It was a big miss in my opinion. But have a Batman movie is more noir. Didn't we just, about a month ago or a couple, um, over a month ago talk about how we could format the new Batman trilogy? Yeah, yeah we did. We did. Into the new uh, <laughs> DC animated universe. And we Actually, I, I enjoyed it. It was a, three <laughs> movies I would like to see a lot. And DC, um, if one of those ideas, you can pay us. Yeah. Basically, it kind of evolved similar to how the Captain America ones go. The first one's a flashback to um, pre-Batman v Superman, where you see kind of the death of uh, Robin. Mm-hmm. Then it leads into the aftermath where Red Hood, didn't we talk about Red Hood gets incorporated? Yep. Um, Black Mask was going to be the main villain of it. Yep. Oh, it was fucking awesome! I remember mm-hmm. that. I don't remember watching DC. <laughs> and we we have a de- we have a detailed outline and treatment. Yeah. Just contact us. <laughs> you can get more of it. Get more at of it. DC Comics. <laughs> yeah, but um, reach us at TSBOF podcast. <laughs> TSBOF podcast at gmail.com. We have a author on our with yeah. us, a soon to be uh, producer of a major, minor short film. <laughs> Coming soon. The short story being adapted to a movie short. Yes. Much like Christopher Nolan in Memento, based off a story his brother wrote called Memento that never was actually published. <laughs> I wrote this story about a guy. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> um, but I thought, in my opinion, this is still pretty fresh in my mind, though, but Batman Bad, Bad Blood may be the best DC animated <laughs> movie that I... I've ever seen. Uh, I thought the pacing was was on point. Mm-hmm. It, it never got boring because the, the key about pacing, you have to cut scenes away and give enough information before it becomes boring. So I think the, the first the first two acts were pace uh, magnificent. I was watching at one o'clock in the morning, so I may so be that's biased part of the problem because it's not action, action, action. Exactly. I literally watched happen. it right before we <laughs> <laughs> fresh in his mind. I, I, I turned it back on again. Five. What is your? Uh, I watched it multiple times last night. <laughs> what is your favorite bat suit? Do you prefer the gold emblem um, bat suit that Dick Grayson was wearing, or the just the bat chest? Bat chest, but no, not blue black, straight black. So really? Batman Dark Knight Returns style. I like the dark gray and black. Yep, I like the dark gray and black. I like how they called him, how they called out Dick Grayson mm-hmm. when he was wearing a little outfit. Whoa, 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 whoa. You ain't Batman. <laughs> You're Nightwing. <laughs> but I will also agree with, with you, Brian. I, the end was kind of like a Michael Bay movie. I felt they could have ended, maybe had a second part. Well, did you notice right after, after they rescued Bruce Wayne, it fades to black for like five seconds? It was like a movie. Like, it's over. Mm-hmm. Odd ending, but okay. Yeah. But and then it comes back, and then it was I like, say, it goes like another 20 minutes. I'm like, okay, well, there must be an epilogue or something like that here, right. and maybe continue into another nope, one. Nope, that's. Second part nope, of the third half hour of the movie. And that's where I thought it just dragged a little bit. Fake endings. 
Just like Bad Boys too, because uh, I think I told you guys story <laughs> with the before. cocaine house. Yeah, because uh, I'm watching Bad Boy too. It's a good movie. I'm laughing, having time in my life, and then like they, I think they um found the coke, found like the the a plot, right? Yeah. So I'm actually getting up from my seat, and then um and then like Martin Lawrence like, now nah, we gotta find my sister. Like, fuck, there's a whole other plot line there's is resolved. I never mind thought life. I needed a two and a half hour Bad Boys movie. <laughs> and that's where they go through and destroy that whole. Yeah, there's an hour left. The whole side part. of the mountain driving through with yeah. the armor. Much so, like Return of the King. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So back yeah, to Bad Blood, it, it was the same way. Like, okay, it could have had that long. Cut the black. Like, okay, this is a good movie. I can't wait to see the next part. This is going to be so exciting. And then, bam, back on. There's the next another part. Another 20 minutes. Fuck yeah. you, Evan. Here's yeah. the next part. Congratulations. You played yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the pacing was on point. Luke Fox was, was great. And he was pretty much like he is. He was in the books. However, in the books, he, he, he was in the military. And he was doing, like, some street fighting. So that added an extra layer to his character. I felt mm-hmm. was kind of missing from this. I thought they should have killed some of the people instead of the... Lucius gets stabbed. What's... Uh, <laughs> Kane's uh, dad, dad gets yep. almost killed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kill one of them. Yeah, she yeah. took a knife to him. Which is a good-ass fight scene for, yeah. for, for animated. For animated, that was yeah. a good fight scene. Good, honestly, all of the fight scenes were pretty amazing. I mm-hmm. thought the flow of the animation, like, it was a very was good. fluid mm-hmm. animation. It wasn't choppy or anything yep. like some of them have been. Just trying to take him out and his, she's wearing a robe and shit and mm-hmm. taking the knife to him. Was good. Which proves the proves proves uh, my theory that animation in America isn't taken to the limits that it should be. Typically, anything that's animated in America is geared towards children or comedy. Mm-hmm. I don't think this is geared towards children. Exactly, no. it's was, it was, it was no. what I like. It had adult themes in it, themes yeah. you won't typically see in, a, in a, even a Saturday morning cartoon with Batman. What, no. what the dad inviting his daughters like lover in? Yeah, and Ooh, then you're right. It, in, in the fact that was a little weird. <laughs> that, you're right. Knock at the door, Renee is there. Yeah. Oh, maybe I'm a little early. Oh, no, no, you are right. But maybe we don't know what her and her dad do. They they could be like brothers. Get the hose back to the apartment and just flip them. Flip is a Michigan-based slang (laughs) for running a train, which is more more, more commonly (laughs) slang term. Matt kind of called it flipping. (laughs) And we always did that. (laughs) Game over. (laughs) And the game was over. (laughs) Or just beginning. But uh, but um yeah, so it had themes that you you wouldn't see in the, in any other American based cartoon of the alternative s- sexuality. Uh, of then you have like the action and blood that you don't see anything anything else. I think America has a has a missed opportunity with not gearing more animated series towards adults because there's no there's really like no budget. Mm-hmm. Unlike doing a, a live action film, we're doing all these explosions, all the all all all, all of the CGI. Doing in an animated series, you can do all that for a lot less money. Well, the adult cartoons are, are typically your sitcomy ones. You exactly, they're all comedy. If it's adult in America, it's comedy. Yeah, it's not action or drama. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they should bring back. I think Spawn would be a good one to bring back. Yep. Spawn was adult. In Spawn, was I guess, really, like, well, early mid early to mid nineties, they had a lot of. I would say uh, Spawn was the one eight HBO spot. Max. Max. Uh, Spicy City was last like which was a, a book lab Sin City back in the day. Yeah, Duckman. Duckman, but again, it's comedy. Duck comedy. Yeah, Duckman was comedy. Mac. Yeah, that's was, really about it. Was Max comedy? No. It had it. It, 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 was, it was funny, but it wasn't a comedy. It, yeah. it, because because it's the Max funny was, moments. Was the Max yeah. was just out. In yeah, the world. he he, he was, so clucked out. Which yeah. first, Spawn or Max? 
the max. Yes, I like them both for different reasons. Um, the, the spawn. Spawn wasn't really an action though. at it, all. It was, but it wasn't. They had one mm. fight scene the entire fucking shit when he fought uh overt kill. No, that was three seasons, I believe. But three that was, seasons. wasn't it all just one long storyline. Pretty much. And, and as a kid, I thought it was gonna be like an action show. I thought Spawn was an action book, so mm. I didn't like it as much. Besides. I, Besides the fact that I love like the overall animation of it, but then as an adult, when I bought the three seasons of it, it's actually one of the best comic storylines I've ever seen in other media. I surprisingly know a lot about it. I've never seen it. Yeah, now it was on HBO back in the HBO, day. HBO, yeah. Me and my brother. Okay, because back when we were kids, kids, only HBO was only in my mother's room. Mm-hmm. So she, it came on Friday nights like eleven o'clock. So mom would go to sleep. We would sneak in her room. Go right up to the TV, had the volume very low so she couldn't hear it while she was sleeping and, and, and watch Spawn. What company has Spawn? H- oh, uh, Todd McFarlane. Todd McFarlane. Just yeah, he owns his McFarlane. Yeah, McFarlane. That's not McFarlane. Todd McFarlane Productions, I believe. He, he, he he's owns got his shit. own toy line. He's got mm-hmm. his freaking cars and comics. and All right. Much like Ultron, he said, no strings on me. That's good. Well, we keep playing that Marvel Contest of Champions game. Yeah, never <laughs> met where it keeps calling Venom Spawn. Yeah. It's pissing me I'm off. Right. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not even gonna correct. Him. I'm like, I'm not even gonna correct him. But, but. it makes sense because Tom and Farley created Spawn. Yeah, and Spawn and is probably and, yeah, derivative of Venom. I mean, yeah. uh, of Venom because uh, first, okay, because he he invented Spawn, but back when he was a teenager. Then when he went to Marvel, you know what I had the idea when I was a kid? I just augmented the bit, make him buffer, and take off the cape, and I make a Venom. So yeah, so Pretty it makes sense. So the next one will be Justice League versus, versus the Titans. Is it yeah. Titans or Teen Titans? I think it's Teen Titans. I thought it was just Titans, but it's it Titans. Um, do you watch the trailer for it? Yeah, it actually looks pretty good. And this one's in continuity. It looks like Damian Wayne mm-hmm. uh, joined or leads the Titans, which is what they're incorporating into the new comics too. Oh, really? Uh, with the DC Rebirth. Okay. From what I've heard. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know nothing about that. Yeah, I mean. It looks pretty good, um, and then I like that the Punisher is going to voice a Trigon. What? What? Jay Berthnall? Yep. Or not Berthnall. Uh, the new Punisher? Uh, like I said, the Punisher. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to voice a Trigon, and I like how oh, it was also they had like a little Easter egg in Batman and Bad Blood. <laughs> When um, Nightwing was talking to Corey on the phone, and Corey or, or Coriander mm-hmm. is uh, Starfire, so they're establishing the. And, the, and he said he, he was going to meet her yeah, later at the, t- at the tower. At the tower, yeah. Titans Tower, because in the books, Dick, Dick Grayson he was a founding member of the Team Titans, man. and he was signing a role. So <laughs> they established that that backstory in, in this movie. It was a nice little sneak in, and then in Batman and in, in the League versus Titan is going to show him as leader of the Titans, I believe. Pretty sure Dick Grayson is leader of the Titans. Mm-hmm. Well, this is just that, like the year of hero versus hero. Yep. No. Oh. Sometimes they disagree. Civil War, Daredevil, Batman v. Rock, Superman, mm-hmm. Justice League versus Titans. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be good. Shades yeah. of gray, man. Everything's a shade of gray. Mm-hmm. So do we want to do a drunk Iron Man scale for Batman? I think Bad blood. Randy, you start us off. I'm going to give it an eight. Eight. Drunk Solid Iron eight drunk Iron Man's. Right. I'm gonna agree with Randy on this one. I say eight drunk Iron Man's. Maybe just slipping past that into a nine, but maybe if it would have ended on, <laughs> that, on that down note, <laughs> yeah. on that series of down endings. Right. 
Uh, I didn't say it was a down any. They no, rescued him. <laughs> they rescued him. Then just I just didn't need a whole other twenty minutes after uh, that. A whole other plot. Kill, kill I liked off. seeing the Dick Grayson as Night right. or as uh, Batman, and then killing off Talia. If they would have put uh, Tim Drake in there, I would have gave it a solid ten. Mm-hmm. Ten. Ten. Fucking ten. Ten. Yeah. Why don't they have Batman Beyond in there? Just randomly show up. <laughs> well, no. I would. I would honestly him as Red Robin. As Who's Red the Robin. character he is in, in current DC? Because now he was never actually a Robin anymore. He yeah. was always Red Robin. Even though when the, when, the, when the New Fifty Two first started, he said, it "Was Robin? I'm the former Robin." Then in, in the trade, they redid that bit of dialogue, really? said Red Robin, because mm-hmm. they tried to figure out. I was like, "Oh, there's no fucking way in five years you <laughs> yeah. could yeah. be through four Robins." This never said five years. Bruce Wayne's just a dick. They played themselves when they said five years. <laughs> yeah. They played themselves. Congratulations, DC. You just played yourself. This seems to be the year of DC, though. With playing themselves, suicides, playing themselves. We'll see. We'll see in the movies how they play themselves. Right. What do you give, Doug? Um, I would give it uh, nine drunk Ironmans. It would have been ten, but as Brian helped me up, as Brian pointed out, I didn't like the Bad Boys Two treatment with that <laughs> second third act. <laughs> yeah, but as I said before, I think it's probably. A the best of the current phase, especially, but maybe mm-hmm. the best overall. And also, as you said, Brian, I think it goes backwards. The best one of the three Batmans was this one. Then the second best was the second one. And the least, the least was uh, the, the first, first one of Batman. Yeah. So what is the order? Son of Batman. Yep. Go, go, well, if you do them all five of them, you got mm-hmm. Justice League War, okay. Son of Batman, Justice League Throne of Atlantis, Batman versus Robin. Okay. Then Batman Bad Blood, then the upcoming Justice League vs. Titans. How did Batman beat Justice League if Gods that came out monsters. first? Gods and Monsters was the last That's one. That's always going to yeah. fuck up the, uh, okay. yeah, the alternate universe mm-hmm. shit. They said, whoa, 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 whoa. We came out with the Justice League one. We need another <laughs> Batman title here. Yep. That's a good point, yep. <laughs> Even though it's out of continuity. So um, the League vs. Titans counts as a League movie then, right? Yeah. We're just gonna keep going back and forth with them. Mm-hmm. No, back, no Superman solo. Well, they said they have a Wonder Woman centric storyline one, but they're gonna but call, they're gonna call it, it Justice League. Could yeah. have to, much like they right. did uh, the Flash storyline, which was Flashpoint Justice League Flashpoint Paradox. Because back back when Tim, when Bruce Tim was doing like oh, when he, he was there, he said that they found the movies that aren't focused on Batman, the mm-hmm. League, and Superman, Superman in that order don't do well. Because uh, Wonder Woman is probably the, the best written one, mm-hmm. but it's, it's so like shit. Really? So it's, it ha- that's why they, since then, because they had plans for all kinds of movies. Like so Teen they Titans movies. Yeah, they had the Justice Judas League. contract. Yep. Well, they're still talking about Sinestro Corps War and Blackest Night, I'm surprised. I think. Huh. Yeah, but now, so now they're typically, and then so Superman, I don't think does it well either, honestly. Batman, that's why it's Batman. It depends what the storyline. I think All Star Superman sold pretty yeah. well. Mm-hmm. But that's a very prevalent storyline. Written by the late Dwayne McDuffie, RP gone too soon. I guess I don't, know, I don't know if you would count Flashpoint as part of the this series, which was just literally Kinda the last sorta, two minutes of it. Yeah, because they actually changed the animation, I yep. believe, for yep. that last minute segment that mm-hmm. segued it into the new 52. Because that was like, I guess, like the Lynch, not Lynchman, but that was like the... Uh, that led into the new universe because the end of that movie, they ended that universe started anew. Which which was a good way to say how this how Phase. this time is different. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it was a great way to do it. Same thing happened in, in actual books. All right, so All right. cool. Well, we we'll wrap this one up. Wrap it up, B. We'll wrap that gavel up. Wrap that gavel mm. up, B. All right, Evan, take us on out. 
until our path next craft will be here. Well, next craft, what the fuck? Until, our, <laughs> until we next meet path, let's see, next cross oh, path. Whoa, whoa, get it right. Whoa, whoa, Cocaine whoa, the hell of a it. drug. <laughs> Randy, when I screw something up, he starts swearing at me. <laughs> until our paths next cross will be here at RBS Studios International, just a couple of guys telling true stories based on fiction. <laughs> Father of mine. Tell me where have you been? You know I just closed my eyes, my whole world disappeared. Father of mine, take me back to the day. Yeah, when I was still your golden boy, back before you went away.
This is Evan, the third host of the TSVOF podcast. Um, as some of you may know, I'm also a award-winning, least-selling writer. And I have published short stories such as Ava, a soon-to-be-a-major-minor short film, and Competing with Ghosts. I'm here to let you all know, as an interruption to the podcast, that I am I have just released my third release in my trilogy of short stories. It is called Retrospective Introspection. And it's probably the best, most complex thing I've ever written, at least in a short form. It's about 35 pages of pure, thought-provoking, humorous, um, jovial, retrospective, introspective fiction. Um, if, you, if you're a fan of um, the R&B stylings of Drake, you're a fan, fan of um, taking a risk in regards to um, writing and storytelling, I think you'll love it. Um, it showcases my love for first, second, and third person narrative, and it, and it takes place in the present, the past, and it's interwoven with, with flashbacks. So if you're a fan of, and that sounds intriguing to you, or if you're a fan of those kind of things, just definitely give it a listen. Um, oh, not a listen, what I'm talking about. You're listening to the podcast. I want you to read a short story. As an added bonus to to celebrate the release of Retrospective Introspection on Amazon Kindle, by the way, all three of the stories I, I told you about, Eva, soon to be a motion picture, Competing with Ghosts, and the new Retrospective Introspection are all available on Amazon Kindle. When you go to Amazon, type in Evan D. Jones, hit search, you will see those three in descending order. Retrospective Introspection, the newest, then you'll see Ava, then you'll see Competing with Ghosts. Um, about the latter two, Competing with Ghosts and Ava, starting by the time this episode drops, they will be actually free on Amazon Kindle. So, instead of paying the typical 99 cents that I charge you guys for, for my stories, <clears throat> this is honestly a great price regardless. Um, 99 cents for that kind of, for that level of storytelling and fiction from an independent author, um, I think it's a great price. But in any event, to celebrate the release of Retrospective Introspection, I am putting my two original short stories on sale. So Ava, I would definitely, definitely get a hold of that because that's going to be big in the coming months. Competing with Ghosts, probably going to be the next one that um, to me with my partners in Abstract now actually produces as a film will be free until Friday, March, whatever Friday is this week. I can't remember. I do apologize. But they will be free. So if you're leery about giving me your 99 cents, just think about this. Uh, you listen to me every two weeks on the TSBOF podcast, and you probably find it us funny and it's humorous. So obviously, And I, I tell a lot of stories on there. So um, I think you can see that I'm a storyteller. And you can't support a podcast monetarily. If you want to tip us, you can. So this is the way that you can show your support for the show. Because I know that Brian and Randy would echo these concern, well, these uh, sentiments. So, so what I what I would implore you to do, if you're leery about my writing ability and my writing skills and wanting to support me and spend your hard-earned 99 cents, download Ava, competing for competing with Ghosts for free absolutely free if you don't even have a kindle you're fine go to the amazon app or amazon web page you can download these stories for free read them for free own them for free and you can read them on your pc you can read them from the amazon app from the kindle app you can probably read them on any any kind of 
any kind of device that can accept Amazon. You can download these for free, provided you have an Amazon account, and you can read those stories. If you like Ava, if you like competing with ghosts, then I implore you to drop that 99 cents one-time fee to download and read and own my newest story, Retrospective Introspection. It has a cover that I designed myself. As you, if you didn't know, I also designed the um, the logos for the podcast and all of the um, segment designs. I saw me, it's a team effort, but I'm just letting you know so you see that I have some design skill. I designed it. I had a commission. Retrospective Introspection has a, a wonderful, beautiful cover that conveys the emotion and conveys the, the theme and conveys what I'm trying to focus on on the actual cover. So, again, newest story, Retrospective Introspection, available right now on Amazon Kindle for 99 cents. But if you're leery about giving, your, giving me your money, in celebration of the release of Retrospective Introspection by Evan D. Jones on Amazon Kindle, but, but you can download Ava and Competing with Ghosts for absolutely free on Amazon and read it on any Amazon enabled device. If you like those, give me your 99 cents and you read Retrospective Introspection. Be part of the movement. Thank you so much as always. And also, if you, if you got time, if you like our show, write us a, a, a iTunes review if you, if you listen to it on iTunes. If it's SoundCloud, like us on SoundCloud. If it's otherwise, send us an email and let us know you love us, that, or you like us, or we entertain you. That's what we want to hear. That's why we do it. So you have to be a vocal fan, and we definitely would appreciate it. Um, other than that, um, either get back to the show and enjoy it, um, listen to our backlog, visit us at www.truestoriesbasedonfiction.com, at TOSB, at TSBOF Podcast on Twitter. Um, uh, IG account coming soon. You can follow me at at Jones the Scribe double E. Um, you can follow me on IG at at Jones the Scribe also double E. You can follow me at www.jonesscribe.com single E for all of my updates and things like that. Um, so enjoy the rest of the show or enjoy the show that preceded this announcement and have a good day, guys. Thank you so much. Oh, and also one other thing. If you read it, you don't like it. Read it and you like it. Whatever. Write a review of that as well. If you're independent, it is so important to write people, that people write your reviews. Um, I would prefer you give it five stars, but if it's two stars, write two stars and tell me why it sucks. So I'll know. If it's five stars, be honest, say, hey, this book is great. Tell us why. Tell me why. And that lets people and, and potential publishers for any long form work know that I have a fan base, that people like what I do, or they're at least passionate enough about it to, to write a review. That's very, very important. So you get the Ava and Competing with Ghosts for free, 99 cents for retrospective introspection. If you like them, review me. If you hate them, review me. Or write a thoughtful review so I can see what I need to work on, see what works, see what didn't work. Okay, thank you again, guys. Have a good night.